Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to your week-ending edition of The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Friday the 19th of November. Today, the mummy returns to the AFL. Greg Blewett thinks Steve Smith deserves another shot at captaining Australia, and the West Tigers pull the rug out from underneath the Eels. But first... It's honestly, it's shocking, you know, that, that she's missing. I mean, uh, more so that it's someone that uh, I've seen on the tour in the previous years quite a few times. So, I mean, uh, it's not much more to say than, than hope that uh, she'll be found, that she's, she's okay. And it's terrible that, um, you know, I can imagine just how her family feels, you know, that, that she's missing. That is men's tennis world number one Novak Djokovic sharing his concern on the issue of missing Chinese player Peng Shui. Earlier this month, 35-year-old Shui posted allegations of a forced affair with and sexual assault by the former Vice Premier of China three years ago. Since posting the claims on Chinese social media at the beginning of November, Shui has gone missing. And she hasn't been heard from publicly since making those allegations, and now questions regarding her whereabouts are continuing to grow. Shui's alleged perpetrator, Zhuang Gaoli, retired from public office in 2018 and has not made comment over the allegations, which were removed from China's state-controlled internet within an hour of being posted. Okay, I think I know how to make this all go away. But yesterday, after over two weeks of radio silence, China's state-run media published an email claiming to be from Peng Shui in which she says, quote, I'm not missing, nor am I unsafe. I've just been resting at home. Everything is fine. The email also says that the original allegations of sexual assault were not true. Unsurprisingly, the chairman of the Women's Tennis Association, Steve Simon, has released a statement saying that he has a hard time believing the email was actually written by Shui. I want proof of life, you hear me? China is scheduled to host 10 WTA tournaments in 2022, but the WTA has warned that unless Shui is allowed to speak freely without coercion or intimidation, they are prepared to cancel the tournaments and stop doing business in China. Spirit thought for the Parramatta Eels fans right now as they watch their club descend into chaos. While other NRL clubs get busy signing players and doing deals to strengthen their lists, the Eels are watching player after player walk out the door. First, Murata Niakura signed on with the Warriors. Then yesterday, Dallium second rower of the year Isaiah Papalihi signed a rich three-year deal to join the West Tigers from 2023. I'm thinking more and more each day that Parramatta have a 12-month window to win a comp. I think that if they don't do it next year, well, they're going to have another three or four or five years until they do some, something special again because New Cora, one of their most improved players again um, from this season gone, he's gone. He's gone to the Warriors. Papalihi, well, he's gone to the Tigers the year after. Junior Paula, we don't know what's happening with him. They mixed it with the best of them this year. Mm. Um, but all of a sudden that vanishes in, in the blink of an eye. And you've got to think to yourself, well, Parramatta have got 12 months, 12 months to win a comp. Otherwise... This team is just about to disintegrate. Triple M's Mark Guy clearly of the belief that the player departures have put a clock on Parramatta's premiership chances. But, as News Corp Brent Reid explains, the problems don't stop there because there are more Parramatta superstars who remain off contract. To suggest that they're under the gun, they're under the barrel, is an understatement. They <laughs> oh, yeah. are under the pump big time. For me now, all the pressure's on them. You know, yep. got, you know Sammy Ayam's got, you know, Reid, Marnie, Clint Gutherson and... and and Junior Paulo, and he's got the whip hand now. Parramatta's lost all control of this landscape because they just need to sign someone. Sounds like the Eels need to get busy signing or get busy dying. 
With the Aussie Ashes squad named and Justin Langer fine-tuning his men for their five-test series against the old enemy, England's media have begun to pick holes in our lineup, and the Guardian newspaper have decided on their first point of weakness. Into the gap and runs for Tim Payne, just used the pace nicely. Aussie captain Tim Payne underwent disc replacement surgery in September to alleviate a nerve issue in his neck. Payne is expected to be fit, however, and ready for the first test, but many, including Triple M's Movember ambassador and former test opener Greg Blewett, think the Ashes could be Payne's perfect swan song as the test captain. Firstly, I think he's done a bloody good job. You know, after what happened in South Africa, it was a very, very difficult situation to, to walk into, but I think the way he's handled himself, the way he's got the team back on track, especially behavioural-wise, I think has been very, very good. But I personally think it's probably... A good time after this summer. Pat Cummins is the side's current vice-captain and the man many think should be the next skipper, but Bluey sees it differently. I think what everyone's forgetting too with Paddy Cummins, who's an absolute beauty and someone who I've got a man crush on, um, (laughs) is that he's a fast bowler, which is fine, but with the amount of cricket that's played these days, he's going to miss games. So I'd hate to ever get to that point where Pat Cummins is the captain and you know, you get to the pointy end of a series and he's got to miss a test match because of, you know, he's just not physically capable of going into another game. So I don't think people have really looked into that far enough either. I spoke to Cummins about the prospect of taking over the captaincy after Payne and it's certainly something he's thought about. I'm uh, certainly happy to cruise along as a deputy. It's not really my decision to make, but um, I think, you know, the being vice-captain for the last, I think, two or three years, it's... Um, yeah, of course, you, you've got to think about a little bit and, and how you'd yeah, manage it if, if I had to do even just a one-off test. And I think you'd be able to find a way, even as a fast bowler, I think it would have some challenges, but also some some opportunities, you know, as a fast bowler that we might see the game a little bit differently to perhaps batters. Well, fast bowlers and batsmen clearly think differently on this one because Blewett would be appointing a different man to the captaincy. Oh, look, I know this divides people, um, but I'd go back to Steve Smith. I really do. Um, You know, I've worked very closely for three years with Stephen in my roles with the Australian cricket team, and I thought the way that he goes about at his his first class. He's only going to be better the second time round. But for now, we stand with Tim Payne and hope that if this is his final series as captain, that it's a winning one. And if you want to stand by our man Greg Blewett while he continues to grow a mow this month to support men's health, you can head to movember.com to donate. Your dough could save a bro. It's And Brandon's going to be slow to get to his feet. That hurt. Look at him. Oh, mummies love that. Shane Mumford, the big mummy. For over 200 games of AFL, mummy loved nothing more than using his 110-kilo frame to put the hurt on opponents. Oh, the big mummified. By golly, damn. Mumford was delisted at the end of this season by the GWS Giants and accepted a coaching role to work with the club's ruckman. But his playing days might not be over just yet. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. 35-year-old Mumford has nominated for next week's AFL National Draft. Now, Mummy doesn't actually expect to be drafted by any of the 18 clubs, but by nominating, he then becomes eligible to be selected in next year's mid-season draft. And by doing so, he will provide his employer, the Giants, with a break in case of emergency ruckman if injuries mean they're in need of some big bodies in the second half of the year. Sometimes my genius is, it's almost frightening. And that is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Friday the 19th of November. I'm Liam Flanagan. Enjoy your weekend of sport and I'll catch you Monday for another edition of The Scorecard. 
Kirschner.